So just getting off a mission trip, I think I received the gift of tears because I can't stop crying at mass now. It's just like, man, I just, I don't know. The Lord's doing good things. Um, just a brief reflection on our gospel today to get, kind of get our physical context and our spiritual context. So Jesus is leaving Jericho. So for those, those who know our geography, Jerusalem is like literally three miles higher, almost an elevation, maybe even five, to Jericho. And then Jericho is right next to the Dead Sea. So Jesus is literally going down to the lowest of the low, to Jericho. And I think for us, we have to first of all ask ourselves, what is our personal Jericho? Where has Jesus gone and met you in the depths and called you? Where you are at rock bottom, so to speak. There's a sizable crowd around Bartimaeus. And he's a blind man. He's begging on the roadside. And maybe you've been at those places in your life where you're just begging for someone to maybe even see you. Begging for someone to find you. And on hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, not Jesus of anywhere else, but Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out from the, from the depths of his being. He's crying out. He says, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, right? So sometimes we, we forget just the humanity of people wanting to come to conversion. So even sometimes in the church today, we see bickering and saying, no, you can't come to Jesus, or people say weird things. But there was this persistence in the heart of Bartimaeus, and that's like one of the most masculine uh, virtues is persistence or endurance. So many are rebuking him, telling him to be silent, basically, say, basically saying, shut up. <laughs> um, but he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. And the one thing I think Jesus teaches us so well is he stops. And just says, call him. So the disciples call the blind man, saying to him, take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. So the, the courage that's required for Bartimaeus and is required for you and I is to throw off our cloaks. Now you have to imagine if you put yourself in the, in the feet, in the, the cloak of Bartimaeus, he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have his sight yet, right? So he has to, first of all, throw away his old way of life, which is what we call repentance. Jesus says, repent, and then believe in the good news. We know that, right? And he knows that he's being called by the Savior of the world, the Messiah, the one that he's been waiting for his whole life. So the courage to throw aside your old way of life, my old way of life, is extreme. Because as we found on the mission trip, so many of us find our identity in things that are not God. And to shake that weight, to shake that cloak itself, is difficult. And often, you know, as athletes or even as students, people ask you, how are classes going? How is your sport going? But rarely do they ask, how are you, right? Or even, how is your relationship with Jesus and Mary and Joseph and the church? And sometimes there's just even this desire to say, does anybody see me? Does anybody see me more than an athlete? Does anybody see me more than a student? Does anybody see me as a beggar? In need of mercy. So he throws aside his cloak, and once he throws that dead weight of all of the, the weight of the world, the expectations of the world, he comes to Jesus. Now Jesus is standing there waiting for him. He's blind yet, right? But he can only follow Jesus by his voice. And that's why it's so important that you and I have silent prayer, because if we don't have silent prayer, we don't know what Jesus' voice sounds like, and we don't know where he's calling us. Often, in our world today, Jesus is calling us to stop and spend time with him in, the blessed, in front of the Blessed Sacrament. And he says to him, Jesus says to Bartimaeus, says to you and me, 
what do you want me to do for you? I think that can be kind of hard because some of us have been brought up in a, an idea of faith that I can't pray for myself. I can only pray for others. And we know in the Catholic Church, it's a both-and situation. So the blind man says to Jesus, Master, notice his first words are Master or Lord. You are in control of everything. He just gave up his whole life by throwing his cloak aside. So he says, I just want to see. And not just see uh, physically. I want to see everything. I want to see you, Jesus. Uh, I want to see where you're calling me to go. And Jesus told him, go your way. Your faith has saved you. So Jesus gives him free free permission after he can physically see to go his own way. But the thing I think a lot of us miss is he doesn't. He doesn't go his own way anymore. Because what is his own way? His own way is laying there and begging. And now immediately he receives his sight and he follows Jesus on his way. And where is Jesus going? Jesus is going to be crucified. And Bartimaeus is going to see how much he's loved when he looks at the cross. So every time you and I look at the cross, every time we're at Mass, we are there. We are at the Last Supper. We are at the crucifixion. And we're able to stop and hear Jesus call us to say, take courage, shed off the dead weight, put all that dead weight on the altar, and we're renewed. And every time the priest lifts up the host and offers Jesus for the sins of the world, Jesus says to us, what do you want me to do for you? And most likely, it's help me shed this dead weight of the expectations of the world, of being an athlete, being a student, being a this, being a that, and remind me of who I am. And we know that through Christ's baptism and through his, his cross, that we are children of God. We are sons and daughters of God. But if we encounter Jesus in his, in his crucifixion, then he gives us his spirit to endure. But I think so often uh, we miss that because we just don't stop. And I'm, I'm not anyone to like really look at being really good at it, but sometimes we just have to stop. And even wherever you are right now, even just like look around, like God knew you'd be in this cave of a place, this basement uh, for all eternity. He knew you'd be here, but can you stop and receive that? Can you stop and be like, yeah, there'd be all these weird pipes around you. Here's weird buzzing coming from our, our uh, Wi-Fi junk, whatever it is. Uh, and in that, we enter into the book of Sirach. And I think, uh, I, I love the book of Sirach. It's a father writing to his son. Um, but it is there when we hear from Sirach 42 in our first reading today, he says, he plums the depths and penetrates the heart. Their innermost being he understands. So the beauty of Bartimaeus is that those words are coming true to him. His heart was penetrated. His innermost being was understood. And it says, the Most High possesses all knowledge. So it's, just, it's such a beautiful thing to say, God knows me. He knows all. He can judge other people. I don't have to judge them. And he sees from old the things that are to come. And he makes known the past and the future. And he reveals the deepest secrets. And sometimes... Secrets are told through whispers. And if we don't have time in silence, we can't hear Jesus speaking to us or the Father speaking to us or the Holy, speaking, Holy Spirit speaking to us. So what is your personal Jericho? Where has the Lord called you from? And where is he calling you to? But if you don't stop 
You can't, if you don't stop with Jesus, that he stops for us. We don't know where he's calling us. We pray the Our Father, we say, thy will be done. But do we mean that? Are we really focused on saying, if it's not your will, Father, I don't want to do it. Bartimaeus says, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. Forgive me, have mercy on me. And Jesus stops and calls him, but he has to throw off that dead weight. Whatever dead weight you may be holding on right now, even if it's boredom, even if it's frustration or impatience or whatever, the Lord says, place it on the altar and come, follow me. And most likely, he just wants to be with you. So as we heard in our response, or our entrance antiphon, he wants to save you so he can delight in you. So you can let him look at you and know he is so in love with you. You are the apple of his eye. And when you receive that, then you're called to give that away to others to help them move from Jericho to Jerusalem to the power of the cross to receive his spirit and spread it everywhere we go. We took a moment of silence to stop as Jesus stops for us and to place that dead weight so we can have the courage to follow him each day and every day. Amen.